Ernie, blow the child, Ernie, blow him. Coming to you live from Waikiki Beach, 4,800 miles southwest of Northern California, it's the Junior Kekoema Jr. Show starring Junior Kekoema Jr. Along with the Wayne Borje Band, as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Jake Weber Jr. Oh, Mahalo, thank you, Daddy. Mahalo, thank you. Thank you. All right, grab a little bit of fun. Hey, just shut up. We gotta do the podcast. Very podcasting, right? Why? You guys getting on my nerves. Hey, how's that? How's that? How's that? Hey, aloha, 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 mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Oh, Hawaiians, bro. We got to mahalo, you guys. We got to mahalo. Bro, we got to mahalo uh, more people than Hawaiians, bro, because look at this. So we get we get Netherlands, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, South Africa, Germany, Belgium, and Italy. But the people inside these countries, right, like, like in the Netherlands, right, we get North Holland. We get Amsterdam, right? So uh, this, this is a city, right? And uh, yeah, so the thing is increasing. Like I, I think word is getting around that the guys in Amsterdam, they're probably telling their friends, hey, bro, I don't know. Do they say, they, they don't say, bro. I, I don't know what they say, but whatever. Bro, more people coming on board. Uh, California, Texas, Virginia, Montana, Nevada, Utah, Washington, New Jersey, Tennessee, Massachusetts, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Got to say mahalo to you guys. And aloha from Hawaii. And then, uh, bro, Wailuku is still hanging. Okay, we, we're very grateful for Wailuku. Bro, you guys in Wailuku, Maui, bro. We love you guys. So, Wailuku is still beating Honolulu. Bro, they went, there was one percentage point away. And now, they went pull away. They, they were like, there's like two. There's like, uh, oh, wow, two percentage points ahead of Honolulu now, bro. They, they're taking the lead, then they come close, then they go pull ahead. Bro, these guys. So, Wailuku, hey, mahalo. And then Honolulu, Waiwa, Wainai, Kaneohe, Aiea, Waipahu, Kailua, Hilo, Kapolei, Mililani Town, Ever Beach, Pearl City, Pearl Harbor. Okay, still, still no more Kauai. Still, still no more Kauai in the big island, but, bro, we're getting Maui, Molokai too. Hey, we no more. I don't know if guys, I don't know if they listen to podcasts on Molokai, bro. I, I am not sure. I do not know. Bro, that's, that's why, bro, I, I don't know half the things that happen on Molokai. What about Lanai? Lanai too, right? Lanai get the kind right. Larry Allison, he owned the island. You know, so so I met this guy, right? I'm gonna tell you guys, bro. I met I met this guy. And he was doing some kind of electrical engineering on Lanai, right? And he came back and he said, Oh, I met Larry Allison and I, you know, I saw the island and whatever. We're putting up stuff like they're doing construction kind of work and stuff like that. And then he said, uh, you know, Larry got a big problem. And I said, What is Larry's problem? He said well, he like make all kinds of stuff on his island, right? But the only problem is still get local people and he cannot evict them. He cannot chase them up. I guess that's part of the deal or whatever. But he said, he said, he got to wait for these local people to die and they keep having babies. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I guess when you, when you had Larry Allison's caliber, right? Like up there at that level, that's what you're waiting for. You're waiting for people to die. I, I don't know. But I, I thought I thought it's kind of funny, but I know what he mean. Like, cause then he can't have the island to himself yet, right? Cause local people stay over there, and as long as they're there, right? Yeah, he cannot do nothing. So anyway, but anyway, we like to we like to uh, send out a wish that <laughs> that 
somebody on the night would listen, get to the podcast. But hey, mahalo. Thank, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Now, people get a hold of us through our DMs on Instagram. Mostly that's where I get the inquiries and the comments. At Junior Keiko Weaver Junior 1, the, the number one, right? At Junior Keiko Weaver Junior 1. Uh, we get another one. It's the JKJ Road, uh, the JKJ Show. Uh, the underscore JKJ underscore show. And then uh, Facebook is Junior Keiko Weaver Junior. Uh, God, yeah, at Junior Keiko Weaver Junior on Twitter. At Junior Keiko Weaver Junior on uh, TikTok. We're all over the place. Anyway, so, um, but we had a comment yesterday. So we was talking about relationships. We was talking about, you know, I, I happen to say that, uh, yeah, it's not, she's not yours. It's just your turn. And, you know, what I meant by that was, yeah, it's, it's your turn. You see, you cannot own somebody. You cannot own the chick, right? And she going to do what she like anyway. And and guys, guys, you know, certain guys do that too, right? And only certain girls, not all girls like that. So anyway, but the, so brother, when, brother said he was cracking up when I was saying that kind of stuff because he never did think about it like that. And he never, you know, did think about him that way. So he said, uh, couple couple things he said he said um can you please uh talk about your sister because we never hear you talk about your sister a long time okay bro you know like me talk about my sister my sister's a piggy oh bro <laughs> no my bro my sister's a piggy you ever see one chick with her neck so big look like a pack hot dogs bro that that's my sister she's a piggy Oh, bro, I tell you, she eat them all. I mean, you know, but we took it on L&L driving. She took one look at the menu and she goes, okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But she's a piggy. All right, never mind my sister already. So, uh, but but thank you, brother, for the kind. Because uh, brother used to hang with the radio days. A lot of the guys on Instagram, right, they listened to me on the radio when they was young kids. When they was going, they was going intermediate, they was going elementary, Right, and those those with the parents. So the parents was the fans of the radio show, and the kids had to endure them, <laughs> right? And they, but no, but these guys, like, bro, who's cracking up, uncle? Who's cracking up? So now they call me uncle, you know, cause cause they're younger, right? <laughs> they call me uncle. But I remember the, it, I remember the. Is it just me? Because the first time somebody called me uncle, I was like, what, what? Like a wonderful scrap. Like, but this was this was a long time ago, but. You know, I, I was like, I think I was right around 40, something like that, right? And then I was like my early, like maybe late 30s. And somebody would call me uncle. And I, and I went look at him like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know the kind. But you know the kind. So at, at what point do we have to the kind, right? At what point are we officially uncles, right? Because I know like around 35, I think, is the thing, right? Around 35, you you, you considered an uncle already. So, so a lot of these guys, bro, you guys 35, you're calling me uncle. Well, that's, that's because I'm older than them. But, but yeah, you guys uncles too. So no worry. <laughs> drag them into the uncles category, right? Bro, we drag them. We drag them inside. So, so yeah, bro, we're very grateful for all your support, uh, on the podcast. And, uh, you know, we like to aloha you guys. And, um, so today's podcast, you know, we, we were just thinking, right? And we're thinking like, we've been seeing some crazy stuff, like crazy stuff. We, we've been seeing people, okay, and their kids almost abducted, right? I mean, this is, this is, this is blatant people. Okay, people working in teams now, right? We, we heard a lot of stuff in the Kapole area. I'm sure it's all over the place, but in Kapole, so this lady was in a store and this guy, and then it was one guy and one lady, 
with two guys and one lady because they always seem to have one lady working with them because you know kids right they 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 respond to females right like they're not gonna get they're not gonna have their spidey senses go up when one when one lady you know right approach them and so so this but that's what happened and this lady was shopping and she saw this lady like kind of tailing her her kid and kind of like following her kid and she went she went watch a little bit more close right and then and then she went grab her kid and she said hey this lady was getting too close i was getting kind of you know she was kind of worried already and so there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of team kind of abduction kind of stuff like i don't know either either it's happening or it's it's trying to happen or this guy is trying i mean local people you guys gotta okay so local people please be vigilant and and observe your surroundings now i don't know if this is the way that you know it is in the mainland i don't know you know what what the what the deal is but if you guys like uh comment too okay now you can go on the you can go on the home app that we have okay so it's on anchor we stay on anchor you guys can go on anchor you guys can leave me voice messages so you guys can just just pop them right from your phone you can pop me on voice message and you can send them right on right on anchor and we'll get you voice message and we will answer your questions you know or, or we'll, we will address your comments guarantee but 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 this is crazy you know when I, when I was young yeah, my mother would pay somebody for take me <laughs> my mother my mother would have my mother would have paid top dollar if somebody if somebody is to tell her hey Marianne you know what? Uh, we just uh, we could take Junior and then uh, you know we could put him on one farm in Indonesia <laughs> she would She'd be like, hey, how much I got to pay for this service? You know, she would, my mother would throw it down right up. Boop, 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 boop. There, there you go, right there. You see what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> but nowadays, bro, nowadays, this is serious, right? We're seeing all kind of crazy kind of stuff, Hawaiians. We're seeing shootings almost every day, almost daily. We get shootings, right? Because we get more guns and, you know, and guns don't kill people, you know, Um Guys who can fight kill people. <laughs> guys, guys who don't know how to throw down, bro, they kill people again okay? because they they using the guns because they don't know how to throw. Oh, back in the day, but back in the day, well, it wasn't like that, bro. Back in the day, back in the day, you, you I mean, everything was throw down. Everything was throw. Like only if something got real serious, right? Then then one gun would come out. We had guns, bro. I had guns all over the place. Bro, I was in Waikiki. I was telling you guys a story. I was in Waikiki. These guys used to wear a thirty-eight in the in the belt, right underneath their blazer, underneath their jacket, right. And these was big Portuguese guys. It's like huge syndicate guys, and they had guns, but they never used their gun. I mean, they had them just in case they need them. You, you know what I'm saying? But but bro, they never they never pull out their gun and you know act all that. And they, they was they was humble. They was quiet. You know what I mean? They never need act up. They had a no gun, right? They had a no gun, bro. So you don't need act up if you got a no gun. But but yeah, but but this is crazy. So we get shootings, we get abductions going on, bro. This isn't even the Hawaii we used to know. But I mean, it's getting that way, right? This place is getting westernized. So here's what I'm gonna tell you guys. Okay, aloha is important. Aloha is important. I mean, you know, bro. Once we get rid of the aloha, I, I tell this is a warning, bro, because I see it already. You know, I see the kids, like the young kids, they're talking aloha, but their aloha is a little bit different. It's kind of conditional. It's kind of, yeah, kind of different. It's like, yeah, we're going to aloha you, but if you cross on line, 
we're going to slam you. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? But you cannot blame these kids too because they saw a lot of stuff happen. I mean, they saw stuff happen to their kupuna, to their grandparents, you know, which would be like, you know, uh, probably like, I don't know, my parents kind. But but these kids, I mean, you know, they, they're of a different mindset. They small kind different. Now, the kind of aloha that we had back in the day, that's kind of rare. And, and I think you only see that from like the old timers, the old folks. I, I'm talking about like people, people, my, my parents age, right? Like that. I mean, cause, cause that kind of aloha, bro. I mean, we, we had that. Everybody was nice to everybody. Everybody was friendly. And that's what the tourists came for. You know, I'm going to tell you guys that cause, you know, I, I used to hang out with all the entertainers in Waikiki, the biggest entertainers, the, the best, the biggest, all those guys, the most popular guys, right? And people came back every year for visit them. You know, we went down to Dick Jensen show. You know, Dick was there, right? He, bro, he was such a fantastic entertainer. He, there was no words. There was no words for the kind of stuff he did. I mean, you know, and people, you, when you went to the show and then after the show, people was going up to him, you know, say, hey, Dick, remember us? And he was, yeah, I remember you guys from last summer, you know? And, and these guys would come like every summer. And they would decide to spend their money in Hawaii. And that was important. You know, the money side, Hawaiians, that, that's important. Because if people are willing to come to Hawaii to spend their money, that means they're not going to, you know, Bermudas, right? They're not going Caribbeans, right? They're not going to the Maldives. They're not going, they're not going to other places that they could go. You see what I'm saying? They're not going to Puerto Rico, right? They, they, Florida. They come in here. And, and, you know, and so the people of Waikiki, and I want to call the entertainers ambassadors because they really was. I mean, you know, and, and down the Kahala, it wasn't even, you know, limited to Waikiki. Down the Kahala was Danny Kalekini. But Danny Kalekini was the, the ambassador of Aloha. I mean, people used to go and visit Uncle Danny. And, and, you know, every year they come back and they spend money. Every year come back, spend money, spend money, have a good time, Right. And then after the, the week is over or two weeks, whatever they stay and they go, but they're happy and they get memories, right? And why they get memories? Because of the aloha, because they, they, you know, and, and these entertainers and stuff like that, bro, they, they're not whole oil. You know what I'm saying? Stuck up, right? They, they, they sit down, they have a couple of drinks with these guys, they talk story with these guys, and these guys see the show, right? They want to get to know these guys, they sit down with these guys, they have a couple. I mean, even even me, like, you know, when I do my shows and stuff, I mean, people, like, invite me. You know, sometimes I don't can go. I, I got to go home, I, you know, but because I work. I work the next day. I'm in my office at, at, at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? So I cannot hang all night and drink all night and, and that kind of stuff. Hey, I got to work. But, but you know, but but these guys, they hang out, right? Because these guys, they, their only job is the show in Waikiki before. That was the only job they had. And they did that job like nobody's business, man. They, I mean, you saw, you know, Jimmy Borges at Chappers. You saw, you saw uh, Danny Kalekini at the Kahala Hilton. I mean, you saw, you know, Dick Jensen at the Oceanic uh, Floating Restaurant. But all these guys, you know, and and um, they made the tourists feel at home. They made the tourists feel like friends, and they was they did get to be friends, you know. And even even Uncle Don Don Ho, I was in the dressing room. And all these people was return tourists. 
like a lot of them, return tourists, you know. And you go, hey, Don, remember last year when we came? And we went, oh, yeah, you know. And then and they talk story. They have a couple drinks. They, you know, and, and so the dressing room, you know, especially Uncle Don, that's, that's the only dressing room I get experience in. So um, I, I did have experience one time in Tommy Sands' dressing room, right? And and he would drop his pants like right in front of me. Well, he had to get ready for the show. And 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 then I turn around and look and and Noelani Cipriano came and she was getting dressed behind this this thing, right? But had the light shining on the inside. So oh boy, I could see that bad silhouette right there. And, and at that moment, I was 19 years old. At that moment, I was like. Oh, I want to be in this business, right? Everybody no care. They just take off their clothes, right? You know, but 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 seriously, the the only real real dressing room that I had experience was Uncle Don's place, you know. And Uncle Don's dressing room bar was was unreal, and and had every kind of liquor you could imagine: scotch, vodka. Bro, I had had everything, everything. Hines had everything, and you could just go help yourself. You just go help yourself, you know. And Uncle Don used to let me mix his drinks. I used to make his drinks, bro. Yeah, I was like, I was like 17, 18 years old. I was making Uncle Don's drinks, and I thought I was king of the world, bro. I was like, I was like, I'm making Don Ho's drinks right now, you know. And I was like, damn, I wish, I wish my friends back home could see this. I mean, you know, I mean, like here I am, you know, and, and you know, because sometimes when you do stuff like that, you do, you know, the kind of landmark stuff that's landmark for you in your life. You know, you kind of wish your friends was scoping you out because then, you know, like, oh, yeah, bro, right there, right there, right there. Look at that. me and Don Hole right there, boom, boom. <laughs> right? You know, so, but what's was good fun. And, you know, I used to make Chevis, uh, he used to drink uh, Chevis Regal uh, scotch, Chevis, uh, Chevis water, scotch and water. And, uh, yeah, oh, it was, was good fun. And so we used to hang out in the dressing room. So I saw stuff in that dressing room, you know, that, that, you know, I, I knew right because that's the only one i really knew i was there all the time and these people came back every year and they came back because they viewed don ho as their friend and they got to know don ho and and so and sam kapu and they came back every year and every year they came back they end up in a dressing room talking story i was there for four years and in four years i saw some people return like three times i mean you know and because because they stick out right and they they hang at the end of the at the end of the night, right, in the dressing room. And then they, they have a couple drinks and they kick back and they talk star. And these people are like notable people sometimes. Sometimes they're doctors and sometimes they're judges and sometimes they, you know I mean, you know, they, they, they get important positions and jobs and stuff. And they came and they, and they hung out. You know, the local politicians used to hang out. I mean, wow, okay, guys, you just come talk star with Uncle Dodd, but these are big time guys. I mean, you know, and they would all come. And it was the dressing room was like one was like on a gathering place of of uh, the meeting of the mind. Sometimes I mean was was awesome. And then Uncle Don had celebrities that used to pop in. You know when they was in town, right? They would pop in, and so oh, bro, we we had all kind of people and pop in. Perry Como and pop in. I mean you know all these guys, all these guys from the circuit, because they had on circuit. You know when you when you watch TV, right? You see these guys and they appear on everybody else's show. Everybody had on variety show. Yeah, and then and then these guys would come and then you know and they would pop in on a show. Well Uncle Don would pop in on the shows too because he was with Reprise Records. Reprise Records was Frank Sinatra's record company. And they and they're the ones that, that was booking him 
for all the TV shows, all that, you know, stuff he was doing in the mainland. So he used to take off like like one week. And in one week, boom, 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 he go hit all the stuff in Hollywood, go film, whatever, and come back. You know, sometimes it was longer, sometimes, you know, it was a couple of days. But but he used to go up and do all that kind of stuff. So they, they all got to meet each other. So when these big entertainers, right, when they was in, you know, in Hawaii or they was coming this way or they was passing through sometimes. Sometimes they're only passing through to Japan or, you know, they're going to the to the uh to asia right and and they they stop in boom right down on downhole show you know so so had always had plenty of these guys and and so was was you know was a real gathering place it was mellow uh was was really one learning experience for bd i mean hold talk about an experience and and when you're in that kind um you know that kind of environment and that kind of, i mean people are like that whoa you kind of like whoa who I gonna meet tomorrow? You know what I mean? Like you can't wait to get down there. You know, it's like oh, who I gonna see tomorrow? Like, you know, and because these guys was on TV, right? And you know, and I grew up watching a lot of these guys, and then boom, they show up in person. I, I remember that time I was walking, I was walking into Trappers, and and I must have been about I think I was eighteen or nineteen, and I was walking into Trappers, and Bill Conrad. And the guy who played, I forgot his name, but the guy who plays Peter Brady on the Brady Bunch, they walk out of Trappers together, right? And they, they walk out. And and those days, uh, Bill, see, Bill Conrad had on a show called Cannon. He was on Private Investigator, Cannon. And then after that, he had a, he had a different uh, Private Eye show. And um, I forget the name of that. I forget the name of the second one. But, but so he had, and we don't bulldog. He had a bulldog. I forget the name of that. Okay, it might come to me. It might not Hawaiians, but you know, it's been a good ride. You know what I'm saying? So, so he used to, so he was coming out of trappers with with the guy who plays Peter Brady with Peter Brady, you know. And I seen these guys, and I'm like, oh, you know. So I say, hey, Mr. Conrad, you know, he turned anyway. You just like the guys nowadays, right? You know, if I'm walking in a mall, if I'm walking, you know, someplace, whatever, like down the street, sometimes, whatever, you know, it, local boys always like, hey, Junior. Right, and I turn around, and bro, I don't know these guys. You see what I'm saying? But that's the aloha. That's the that's the love right there, you know. And I always stop for these people. I always, you know, always, always. And so I told him, you know, I said, "Hey, Mr. Conrad," I seen him walk out. He goes, "Hey, you know, oh, Jake and the Fat Man." That that was the name of his kind, his show, Jake and the Fat Man, uh, at that time. And this was like uh, early '80s. Um, Cannon was like. Uh, Cannon was like small kid type, but but then Jake and the Fat Man, and then and then my uncle was on that show. Like a lot of local guys, Jimmy Borges, all these guys, and so they all got to know Bill Conrad. So when Bill Conrad was in town, right, he was down there with Uncle Jimmy. Then you know he was he was having a good time. They was drinking or whatever. So so I mean you know that's how things went roll in the old days, and that's the aloha that that you know right now. I don't know. I, I don't know if, you know, it, it's definitely not the same. I can tell you that. It's not gone. It's not dead. But it's not the same. You know, I mean, still get, you know, still get a lot of old timers, brothers, right? The old timers, you know, uh, guys older than me, a little bit older than me. They're still a Waikiki. They still go ahead. They still play music. They still, you know, doing the thing. And and they still get the law and they're still giving them out, you know. So, so that part, yeah, that part is good. You know, still going. But then, but then. You know, I'm looking. I'm looking down the road, Hawaiians. I'm looking down the road, and I'm going, "Wow!" I see how the younger generation is a little bit more guarded with the aloha. 
You know what I'm saying? It's not like the old days were just, you know, boom, right? But but I come from that. I come from that. You know, so my friends, I take care of my friends. You know, my baby, I take care of my baby. I mean, wh- whatever. My friends, you know, uh, people close to me, whatever. You know, they you know they need something, boom, right there. Sometimes they don't even need, they don't even ask. And I'm, I'm like, okay, there, boom, right there. You know, how's that? Surprise, right? You know, but but that's how I grew up. And, and people were very generous to me and very kind to me. So, you know, pay it forward, right? So you pay it forward. And sometimes people, know, they don't understand. They don't understand why you are the way you are, you know, because they don't know. They don't know how you can grow up, right? But, but um, you know, that's on love language when you, when, you, when you give. That's on love language, right? I remember I had these guys, right? I used to work with these guys on the radio. And I used to buy them breakfast, like like every morning, almost every morning. I mean, they used to buy sometimes, but you know, I, I would always, you know, hey, hey, go get breakfast, right there, right there, you know. And and um, and then some of these guys would turn around and bite the hand that feeds them. You know what I mean? I, I could never understand that. And I'm like, wow, these guys, like, you know, I was so good to them. And all of a sudden, just like random, random kind, random kind, you know, just just attack me. I'm like, whoa, you know, these guys. But but they're not. They're not from neighbor island. They're from here, you know. And and Oahu was always, bro. Honolulu was always more westernized. Was always more. But we used to look at the guys from Honolulu, and we used to go, "Wow, we like be like them. We like be hip like them, right? You know, because the guys, the Honolulu brothers, bro, they had them down. They, they, you know, they they was more westernized. They was more with it. They was more, you know, everything, right? Than us. And and us guys, was <laughs> like, oh yeah, we gotta catch up. We gotta we like be like them. And so, so we looked up to, to these guys, you know, but, but bro, you know, I just saying the Aloha Hawaiians, you guys, you guys gotta, you guys gotta check the Aloha and make sure that, that Aloha is, is, uh, alive and well, that's all. And the kids, you know, teach your kids. If you guys, you know, if you guys is, uh, you know, teaching your kids out of stuff, teach them the Aloha too, you know, teach them, Hey, you got to Aloha people. I mean, yeah, if somebody know Aloha you back or somebody make you any kind or, you know, they hawk on with you like that, right? You know, hawk on like stuck up, like, like, uh, what it, they, they, you know, diss you or whatever, you know, that kind, right? They're not good to you, in other words. Then, then, yeah, no bother with them, you know, let them go, no bother with them. But, you know, other than that, hey, try, try make sure that the Aloha is still there because that's what makes Hawaii special. Aloha is what makes Hawaii the place to be, it makes Hawaii the place to go. You know, it always was like that. I mean, you know, when people see the hula girls and they see Waikiki Beach and they, you know, and they and they look at the legends and they, they hear about Don Ho and then they, they listen to the music and then they hear about, you know, Duke Kahanamoku and they see the statue and, they, you know, they got to feel the aloha. The aloha has to be there because, um, yeah, you, you know, like, you know, like the aloha to disappear because then, bro, we're just going to be like the Caribbeans. We're going to be like Florida. We're going to be like, I mean, you know, because if you take away the aloha, what you get? You, you get all the guys on Waikiki Beach sunbathing, right? No aloha, right? You get all, I mean, you get, get people going sightseeing, you know, going, right? No aloha, right? So, I mean, God, it's going to be one pretty, one pretty sad, sad, the kind. So, um, so just to the kind address brother who in uh, right to us on Instagram, hey, mahalo for the comments and mahalo for asking about my sister, but yeah, my sister's a piggy. Oh, bro, when she sit down for dinner, she get two glass of water, one for drink and one for cool off her fuck. So, <laughs> bro, but, but thank you for the, the kind, 
uh, th- thanks for the, the inquiry. So if you guys like uh, get a hold of us, that's how you got to do. So it's at Junior Keiko Ever Junior One on Instagram, uh, Twitter. We never did get anybody writing to us from Twitter, but you can go on Twitter at Junior Keiko Ever Junior, and it's at Junior Keiko Ever Junior on Facebook. So uh, yeah, any social media, TikTok, you know, all of that at Junior Keiko Ever Junior, and uh, it's K U K. It's K E K U E W A. Okay, just so you guys know. So the good way for remember them is K E K U Ever. <laughs> but but if you if you're in another country, okay, then maybe you like spell them out K K E K U E W A and then J R on the N. And if Instagram, they put the the number one over there, the number one, yeah. So you know, uh, and and women, please, ladies, please watch your kids. Please watch your kids. This is not just little kids, okay? They they're doing this to teenagers. They abducting any kind of people. So so watch your kids. Watch your friends, girls. When you go to the mall, go in pairs. Go go go. You know, and be a, be a, a aware of your surroundings. Look around, look around. You know, and when you see shady kind of people, look. You know, watch them a little bit more careful. You know, try try scope them out a little bit. You know, you see them acting weird and stuff like that. <laughs> like, let the authorities know. Let security know. You know, you see what I'm saying? But this is Hawaii. But yeah, you know, sad to say, we gotta be a little bit more vigilant, a little bit more careful. And and uh, yeah, guys, whatever you guys do, Hawaiians, local people, bro, protect the law. Cause once that bugger is gone, it is Gandhi's. Okay. So anyway, hey, until I I, I see the signal radio, you guys gonna play that kind of what? Yeah, okay, there you go. Oh, 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 there you go. There, there you go. Okay, Marlo. <laughs> this guy. They're giving me the rap signal and no more even the music yet. <laughs> guys. Hey, we got to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa Voice Master Enterprises and AFM Hawaii Music. Featuring the music of Darren Chile and download them on iTunes. Darren is going around the world. Yep. Hey, so, uh, keep the aloha going, Hawaiian Scape. Keep that aloha going. Till next time, I'm Jeannie Gagoeva Jr. Mahalo. Aloha. Cheers.